You are now tuning in to Kickspot with Jidu Park and And we're back here at the Kickspot. Yes. We got a special guest. We have, hey guys, as we you just, guys can see. We're gonna go right into this. I know that the segment might take a long time if we don't get right into this. There's gonna be a lot of stuff we're gonna talk about today. As you can see. Talk about a lot of stuff. But can I introduce him? Can yeah, I introduce go for him? It, go okay, for it. so we have one of um, my good friends, and Gino's now good friend, uh, Mr. Judd Gonzalez. Yeah, let's go. What's up, guys? He is a realtor slash famous DJ, all out of SoCal. Mm-hmm. Also, a musician. 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 He that also there. is a writer. He's releasing a book soon that he's going to talk about. Talk about that. Uh, super excited to get to know him a little bit more. Uh, we're going to have a plethora of topics to discuss today. Uh, also, again, if you guys did not see episode one of our new season, what we're all about this season is what, Gino Park? About integrating food, That's Asian right, food specifically as well, and then just talking to our friends That's about what they're doing, what their grind is, you know, just about life. In yeah, mm, pick up some sexy LA boys. Pick up, pick up some new perspective, right? <laughs> so, when I asked Judd if he wanted to be on the show, I go, "Hey, man, so we got our new concept. You know, um, what's your favorite food?" And okay. <laughs> this motherfucker says, "What did you say?" Corn beef. <laughs> it's like out of everything that he could have told us, corn he said beef. corn beef. Corn beef. So very ironic because I, I correlate corn beef yeah. with you know like Ireland. Yeah, like Irish uh-huh. Irish food, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So Migs actually just told me that that you guys like Filipinos have like a separate like corn beef type of dish or something like that. It's the same corn beef. It's the same, it's the same corn exactly. beef. The same corn it's beef. It's still same corn beef, but the way that we make it. Is exactly the same as everyone else makes it, but Wait, we what? just use it with rice. We just use it with rice. We just put rice, rice on top. And that's just like a filling. I mean, you put it on top of the rice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put it on top of the rice. Yo, you come, on, corn come on, beef. Come on. I eat my corned beef with corn. Come on. And I, I really thought it was gonna be some type like a Filipino no. influence type of thing. Not at all. But Not at all. No, <laughs> it's the same thing. Okay. What right. we love in the Filipino culture is uh, it's rice? cheap, and it goes a long way. So like growing up in that yeah. situation, you have Vienna sausage, you mm. have spam, yes. you got hot dogs yeah. with rice. But my mm. favorite to make it exquisite, corned beef. Cause you make corned beef with the tomato and whatever vegetable, put the, the garlic, put it on top of the rice. And then you can feed like a lot of people. Yes. Is it, Cheap. you know like, you know like uh, Filipino spaghetti is like sugary sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Is it similar to that concept? Well, you'll taste it Nothing today. special. Nothing special. <laughs> but you, but, but you, you'll taste it today. Okay. You tell me if it's sweet. You know? Okay. Nothing special. We might want to cut Shout this. Shout out right? to New Zealand, New Zealand <clears throat> corned beef. New Zealand corned beef. Is that the best? Australian corned beef. Australian corned beef. Argentinian corned beef. Australian. There okay. is a oh. caldereta flavored corned beef that's coming out of the Philippines right now. It tastes like caldereta. I didn't know that. Wow. Interesting. Wow. I'm a corned beef fanatic. Yes, he's a connoisseur. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, you, didn't, you didn't mention Ireland though. Ireland also probably gets it from New Zealand as well. But in the Ireland really? corned beef, they know. have it in a big thing and they usually pressure cook it. They usually pressure cook it into a stew because that's okay. what the Ireland, they do like the stew stuff where we make it into the pan fried kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get right to it. Um, I brought some corned beef for Jut. Hell yeah. Because corned he didn't want to cook his own corned beef. But let me Shout go grab it Josh. real quick. Let Shout me just... out to Josh and Sampa for being the cooks. Let me stop trying. Cook. 
I'm, I'm very, I'm very intrigued by this. So here you go, JP. Thank you. Uh, Mr. J Gonzalez. This is the corned beef. I'm gonna, this is the corned beef. I don't know if you guys can see the, mm. it's, it's beautiful. This is for you, sir. Okay, you guys soup it first. I will, I will tell you where I got it from. So I picked up this corned beef. I would say just do it. From, shout out to Pam's Pinoy Best out of Lake Forest in Orange County. You know, Tita Pam's. I have never met Tita Pam, but she seems like a nice lady. Uh, Tita Pam is probably a dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I see Tita Pam there. She said hi to me today. It's probably like Tito Arnell. <laughs> so. And he's like, you know what's more sellable? What's more sellable is Tita Pam. Oh or like Auntie God. Babies. Auntie Babies. Auntie Babies, Auntie babies no. Bakery. It's like, oh shoot, that's probably some really good what? Filipino food. Oh my <laughs> Oh my god. All right, so. Let's right, count to three, I guess. Here we go. So, you, and then you tell us, you know, how, how it is, because I know you're a corned beef nusser. Okay, so it's got peas, it's got some potatoes in there. Obviously, the corned beef, there's no corn, unfortunately. Mm. It's oily. That's what no, sure. it's supposed to be. Oh. I love corned beef. It's just easy, you mm. know. It's easy, it tastes nice, it goes down. You can put it in rice, you can put it in vegetables. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to, you can make it a taco. Mm. You know, put some eggs on top of it. Awesome. Mm. This is bomb. Mm. Tita Pam's, Pam's Pinoy Best in Lake Forest, down South County. Go check them out. It is awesome. Mm. ASMR. Fire. ASMR. Now the original corned beef, I, it, it's made out of cabbage, no? Just cabbage and then corned beef, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a stew. That's a, yeah, a stew. That's a stew. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. Is corned beef Filipino? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh -huh. I think it's just another part of the canned mm. meat. We're mm. just like, oh, it's easy. Mm. Man, feed the family. So It's like taco night. Mm. From one to 10, how would you rate the Pam's corned beef? This is actually really good. Really? It's really good. I would really like to have it like fresh, with like fresh, like warm rice. Mm -hmm. uh, because rice is a bigger part of it. Because if the rice is not moist and uh, yummy, mm. then it is trash. Mm. I see. <laughs> it's like when you go to like a Korean barbecue spot, mm. right? And then you get a white rice, and it's like undercooked white rice, and it's like, why am I here? Like you have one job: make the rice. Good. It's actually really good. Like make the oh rice good. God. Like imagine you have yeah. like the perfect cowpea, uh -huh. right? And then all of a sudden you get it into the rice and then it's just like soft and then you hear the crunch of the rice because it's not cooked all the way. Waste of time. <laughs> Waste of so you go to Korean barbecue spot and you're like, I want to rate this Korean barbecue spot. By the rice. The meat was good, but the rice but the sucks. Rice. One star. 100%. <laughs> But you know wow. what? Yeah, one star. I'll do three stars because wow, I'm not a piece of really? shit. But I will let them know in the comments on Yelp, like, yo, you could have. You have a rice cooker. It's an industrial sized rice cooker. You had one job. You didn't put enough water. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm a big rice guy. I do the Joe Koi test. Yeah. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine you can even do it with like an industrial size one, like that's that big, right? Yeah. You just kind of put Yo, it in. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have a little bit more. Yeah, no, about, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's bomb as hell. Shout out to good rice places. Yeah. Also, shout out to Chase Family Market in Pasadena. Okay. That's 
Are we just shouting out everybody? National Garage Auto in Boyle Heights. Okay. Anybody else you want to shout out? Um, shout, shout out. Jut Gonzalez Realty, Square One Realty, Omni Fund LA. Oh and that's our God. episode. We're this, just going to shout oh out my everybody gosh. on the list. You have a whole enterprise yeah. of shout outs. You know what I feel, and this can go, this can segment into the other things that yeah, we yeah, can talk about. Yeah, yeah. Say like in, in, in LA, right? Okay. There are 7 billion people in the world, right? There's about 7 million people in LA County, right? The way that I look at LA, I came from Corona, California, which is like an hour east from LA. Right, right. And I always looked at LA as a different monster. Why? It's because LA is the entertainment capital of the world. Like I said, 7 million, 7 billion people in the mm -hmm. world. There's only 7 million people in LA. Of the rest of the 7 billion people, they each and every one of those people would love to just even vacation in LA. And we get to live here, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the cool thing about going into and living in LA, Southern California, is that if you live in LA, like this place right here, mm -hmm. this place is awesome. Like if you can like B-roll, like talking this about Jesus place. Sick. Jesus place is sick. Yeah, yeah. The reason why people live in LA is specifically because they're trying to do something. Because it's expensive to live in LA. It is. And it 100%. is hard to live in LA. You can be a fucking superstar in any part of the world. You can have a hundred thousand followers, whatever the fuck you have, and then you come into LA. If you don't use the network that you have in LA, or if you don't go out every day and meet other people, you're gonna fucking go back to where you came from. Facts. So going back to what I'm talking about is that going into LA, if you can go out every day, the people in LA are special. They're hustlers, mm -hmm. they're trying to do something. So if you fucking keep going out and make the network, you can find more people to increase your whatever it is that you're chasing for, whatever yep, it is yep. that you're going after. And uh, because it's expensive. But I'll, I also think that you you also, as an individual, need to bring value in that, right? Correct, exactly. Because I think, I think the stigma in LA is like, hey, like, I want to, I know this person, I know that person, but I have nothing to, to bring. Mm -hmm. So they're going to feel like you're using them and all that Correct. stuff, right? right? So you bring some type of value in the game and then you're, you're able to fit in and then be able to grow in that society. Exactly, so. 100%. It's crazy because like for people that don't know our story, like me and Gino, like when we were doing business in Los Angeles back when we were doing door to door, 100% commission job, yeah. going from business to business, home to home. We lived right here off of James Wood and Francis yeah. right here in K-Town. No. no, no, we were doing solar, no. We were doing at &T. he was doing. He was oh, you guys were at he was, he was He was laying paper, like paper supplies, you know? Okay, sick. But like, it, you know what's funny about making it in LA? It's what Jet was saying, it's so true. There's a certain level of confidence that you'll have once you feel like you've, you've kind of left the foothold in Los Angeles and like you've met certain people and you've added value. Yeah. Like that is one of the biggest reasons why I fell in love with this city is because not only do you meet great, amazing people, but you really not only learn about everything about yourself, but it you grow and you help people grow. Mm -hmm. That's one of the best things about Los There's Angeles. There's also a lot of pieces of shit people in LA. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Man, I, I was in the music industry. I 100% agree with that. A lot of pieces of shit people. And like, it goes like to girls too. It's like when you get to the caliber of a very handsome man in LA right here, not mean, people do, I, I figure that you, the people that come into your life are one or two people. They're either users or they're clout chasers because going in, let's just fucking get down to it. Let's talk about girls, right? Wow, so already? Girls, 
Uh, Damn. All the girls talking about this oh my shit, God. it's just like, they see who we are, not to say we're anything special, but it's just we're kind of cute. like, we go into these situations where they look at us and it's just like, oh, the reason why I want to be your platonic friend. It's, okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Explain what a platonic friend is. They don't want to have a relationship with you. Okay. They don't want to be your partner. Okay. They just literally want to either use your resources or use you to get them to go somewhere else. So clout chasers or users. And that can go for women too. Hey, leave, leave comments. Tell us what you just I'm, thought of that. No, keep going. No, 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 keep going. I'm, I'm trying to see what, where this is going. Where right go? what, sure. what are your thoughts of what he just said about about having cloud chasers as girls? And you, you meet girls. You I, know I what could, I mean? I could see that. I, I think like nowadays, there's a lot of women that actually like will go out to like nice fancy restaurants. If, if a guy they right. know that is is rich, yeah, they they'll go to nice restaurants. But when I, I mean, I have friends in that. <laughs> And I and I ask him like, hey, are you wanting to date this person? Are you gonna end up having sex with this person? It's like absolutely not. I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so why why do you why do you go on these dates, right? And then I also Preach, have Park. I also have those those female friends that tell me like, oh, men in LA, it's so hard to meet like really good men in LA. But okay. I think I think men in LA also <laughs> understand now that that is also the game that women are also trying to play so i think i think in order to men that it's just being honest and saying like this is exactly what i want i want to be in a relationship like a genuine relationship mm -hmm. and eventually that will work out but i feel like a lot of people in la are playing games in that relationship yeah, field. I, I, that's why i don't date like i just i'm, I'm saying that. i don't why are you laughing i i just don't and you too <laughs> i what? just i don't i don't i don't think i'm dating like I've been single for what I, like a little bit over a year now, Ooh. and like I just I just feel like I haven't really given like girls a chance to either like enter like my space because I just feel like just exactly what you're saying, mm -hmm. they're, they're looking for some sort of benefit, mm -hmm. you know, from me, mm -hmm. you know, from what they see like oh oh makes is this like he's he's got values he's got all this but at the same time it's like I don't know if if I want to give that to you. Mm. You know, it's almost like I don't. I so, there's so, there are times where I just like when we go to the clubs or we, you know when we go out, girls are like, oh, you're not gonna give me a drink. I literally just met you like five minutes ago. Buy me a drink. You know why'd you buy me a drink for once? <laughs> you know, it's 2022, halfway there. We're we're in a situation right now where it's interesting because we are in this situation of being in the situation where we can be in a stable relationship or whatever that may be. But then it's just like what we are finding out in the situations that we are in are not the right candidates. Uh-huh. No, facts. But let's go back to what we're talking about before before we start just trashing girls <laughs> and stuff. I don't think we're trashing Yeah, yeah, yeah. out here in LA. I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. I, I, I have a book that I'm writing, it's called How to Survive as an Artist in LA. It's not how to survive and make yourself an artist. It's literally how to be an artist and not make it as an artist, but specifically how to pay your bills. Because how to pay your bills, how to survive, because that should be the main thing that people should look into when they're coming into LA. Because LA, like I said before, it's expensive. It is. It's expensive. 
And if you let the life take you over in however months, six months, one year, you're gonna go back to where you came from, right? So the premise of this book is just very simple. It's just like, like I said, it's just a, to, to survive as an artist in LA, to keep your artistry in motion, but at the same time, still be able to pay your bills. Like, are you, do you have a job and things like that? I'm a ukulele player, so I used to be, I, I sing and rap on the ukulele once upon a time. I moved into it being a DJ. But the, the way that I'm premising the book is it goes into four chapters, just like the ukulele. The ukulele has four strings, the G, C, E, and A. There's the G, which is the top string, which is the highest string. And then C uh, is the lowest string, E going a little bit more, and then A a little bit more. Chapter one of the book is called Go Out Every Day, G, right? C, second chapter, is Create. E is everything else, and A is action. Wow. If you have, if you have G, if you have to go out every day, like you were saying, if you were to go out every day, that's part of the plan. You have to go out, you gotta meet people, you gotta do some stuff, but what is your substance, right? Why can you, how can you, you can bring value. value to other people? And that goes into C, create, G, C, right? So creation, what is your creation? You can be any kind of crea creator that you wanna be. You can be, cause, there's different kinds of successes. Some people want to be successful in being a multimillionaire, mm -hmm. have millions of followers, whatever. But other people just want to have the success of being a good dad. Yeah. Right? So where is your substance? Where is your creation? E is everything else. When I say everything else, just basically saying like, are you going over the different things that you're missing? Are you like making your social media accounts? Are you talking to different people? Are you, the ideas that you have, are you putting them into motion? Or are they're just ideas, but A is action. You can say whatever you're doing, but if you do the actual actions, you're going through the step of the perfect thing about the ukulele, why I used it, is after you go down, guess what you gotta do? You gotta go up again. You gotta do the same thing over and over again. Cause you can't just play the ukulele once and strum it down and think that you're gonna be an expert at it. You gotta just keep going. So that's what the book is about. So, okay, so let me ask you this question. So the repeat, repeat is great cause you're, you're building a foundation and all that, right? You're building your network mm -hmm. and all that, right? And, and, and your network. But the beginning process of going out every day, right? Let's say you're just, you're a struggling artist. You don't have any money. I, like realistically, do I really want to go out a lot because I'm like thinking I got to spend money. Like I don't have the money to be able to do that. Like what's your thoughts on that? So going, so that exactly. When you go into LA, so speaking of going into LA, me personally, I also, I'll put in the book too, is that when you want to move to LA, number one, don't just pack up your bags and go to LA. That's a bad idea you have to know some people first. Like you have to do some recon, you know what I mean? Like maybe before you move to LA, vacation in LA for like a year or whatever, or not a year, like a month or whatever, just try to, so you can meet some people. In the book, it just goes to uh, instruction on how to infiltrate different things. Okay. If you wanted to be like, let's say for example, my story of being a Southern California DJ. When I went to Arena for the first time, and when Arena just first opened up, shout out Deho, shout out J.O. That's my boy, J.O. I love you. Um, <laughs> I went to Arena and I saw it and I got invited by one of my other friends and he said, hey, let's go to this thing. I'm going to DJ there. Once I got there, I saw what it was. I liked it. But then 
even better instead of like spending money kind of aspect or whatever i use my personality and my network to start meeting different people i okay. looked and i saw who was the different people that i needed to talk to i infiltrated that spot to make sure that i know everybody everybody knows me mm -hmm. i never asked to like hey can i dj there i just became a friend and once i became a friend um I just let my actions speak for what it was. And that's when they asked me, hey, we have an open spot. So going back into what we were saying, like going for the money situation, you gotta be smart about it, but you do have to go out because you can't just meet anybody from your bed. No, 100%. Sure. And so my question to you is, you have so many projects and you have your hands on a lot of things. Yeah. So I think the biggest question, and we asked this question back in our old seasons to our guests is like, what's your why? Like, why are you doing all this stuff? Like, where's this leading to? Oh, dude. You know, like I actually just thought about that. Really, for mm. sure, for sure, I just thought about that. When I was going into, when I was like 18, 21, 23, 24, growing up in Southern California, when we would spots pro and do mm -hmm. all the 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 club related things i always looked at the big baller tables right i always looked at the big baller tables and just like who are they and how are they able to be a part of that cool thing or whatever right yeah. so what is my, my my why is very simple my why is to be one of those people that are influential but more importantly my why is to really be able to help the youth or not even the youth, how about my friends fucking succeed, dude? Because I have a lot of friends that are doing things that they're doing and they're being complacent or whatever it is. I want to go so fucking far that it's just like, if Jut can do it, I can do it. I'm five foot four with shoes on. If I can fucking do it, anyone else can fucking do it. I think it's silly that people that are taller than me, that are fucking more athletic, they, they look handsome or whatever, and their confidence is shit that pisses me off. Because your God-given gift is to look fucking handsome, and you don't know how to fucking open your mouth, goddammit. Fucking use your your fucking God-given talent oh, God. and motherfucking be a present. If I was fucking six foot, I swear to God. If I was like six foot, I'd be a fucking president or a CEO of a company. Well, I definitely am, president. but like like you know like a corporate world thing of the Philippines. Okay. But no, do you not be a president of the the, the chapter eleven the Eagle Rock Eagle? <laughs> no, but but there there are a lot the of good-looking people that are tall that are very insecure. Oh, what yeah. that's yeah, what because they because they don't have to put themselves in a position where they're like trying to be able to go out there and, and you know like talk to people, right? They get used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well. Yeah, but you know, 50-50, uh, But you know, like they don't have to do all that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Time. So that uh, it, it goes into the point where just like some people have to try a little bit harder for uh -huh. for different things, for different situations, and looking into that kind of situation, just like you were not put into the struggle of like being the no one. You were always the someone because physically you were already there, right? So just like. Like I said, I'm five foot four, shoes on. So my entire life, I've been the small guy. I've always been the small guy kind of thing. So I always had to be five foot four in height, but I have to be six foot four in personality. Hey. Where it's just like in six foot four people, they don't have to have the personality because they already have the physical aspects. But then that kind of fucks them up later on in life because it's just like, where's your personality? Where is your substance? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you, you moved here from somewhere else or you mm -hmm. were like I moved from the Inland Empire from okay. Corona from Riverside Corona I went to Cal State San Bernardino Cal State San Bernardino what's up 
Um, but uh, I moved from there. I moved over here in the in the dreams of being a rock star. And uh, that's where it goes into in the book of just like how I moved into LA with this dream and why I'm writing this book is because of my own personal actions that I had in LA and my personal, I guess, achievements that I got mm -hmm. to have in LA. I just want to write that down because there's a lot of people that there's no like actual structure in going to LA and just trying to be successful because as an artist, cool, we can be as popular or successful as we are as an artist but at the same time you've got to have a job like and mm -hmm. that's where Chuck Gonzalez realtor to Southern California if you're if you're looking for a way to get uh, a, a house or anything like that it. get out of your old hut and call your boy Chuck can you can you sing us a song too while you're you doing it if you're looking to find your home Get out of your hut and call your boy Chuck. You stuck in my freaking head all week, dude. I'm so done, dude. Okay, well, well, lastly, because we're almost out of time, I just want to ask this question before you know, before we wrap up and uh, give you, your last shout-outs here. Um, how has LA shaped you? LA shaped me to make me know that you don't have to be, you literally don't have to be the the smartest, the handsomest, the tallest, the most physical anybody, the only thing that you have to do in LA, just like you were saying, you have to have substance. You have to bring value to people. And very simply, it's just kind of like, if you cannot ask for things, but you can show that you are a value to people, as long as you are there and you become a friend, then you will reap in the benefits. And I don't know, in other situ or in other cities or whatever it is mm -hmm. from my own experiences is that there are a lot of people that are just wanting to get the help whereas in la everyone wants to show how fucking big their dick is and they're just like i'm better than you i'm better than you i'm better than you. fuck all that shit. what i found out in la is that if you're a good person you will attract good people 100 and if you find those good people and you allow the good people to start doing things, then you can start building your empire and your network of just good people. And that's where you can succeed in LA. Because if you're a fucking popular person, if you're a cool person, right? You know what? Do you ever wait in line at Lock and Key? No. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I wasn't supposed to say that. Right? Sorry. You know, just like it's the 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 it's not how popular you are. The reason to be so a socialite in LA is not the money that you get. You don't get money from being a socialite in LA. It's the perks. Don't wait in line. You get to be on stages and stuff. Yep. You get mm -hmm. to know different people. You get this VIP treatment in different places. People fucking know you for different things, and that's the perks of being a socialite in LA. And yeah. so going back to your question, what did I learn from LA? If you can learn how to fucking boost up your social media profile, people think that you're dope for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> JP, any last uh, comments, feedback? Any questions for, for our guest here before he like literally killed the, the rest of his corned beef with no rice? No, I just didn't know corned beef was a Filipino thing. So um, <laughs> thank you for letting me know. Um, but 
We gotta have him back. Dude, you're freaking hilarious. <laughs> we, we have to have part two with Jet. <laughs> I, I like the fact that you're so vocal about a lot of stuff. Yes. Because there's a lot of stuff that I think about that I internally think about. And I'm like, huh, it's interesting that he thinks this way and then it's a different perspective, but also it also makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Hey, I'm so um, I'm excited for your book. Yes. I want to read yep. the book. Mm -hmm. I read a lot of books. So I'm excited to see what, what you have to say about so that. So any, anything coming up for you, like as far as like any deals getting closed or anything else? Uh, anywhere you're going to spend soon? Always to? closing, baby. You know? Always closing. Let, let, let them know where you're spending next, Jot. You know? uh, I'm doing a lot of house parties. There you go. And uh, if you're looking for a wedding DJ, I am the fucking shit at weddings. I love weddings. Weddings are my favorite things to play. Like they're my favorite things to play. What's the number one wedding song you play? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, 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 fucking the so, guy with the orange hair. What's his name? Uh, uh, who? fucking his orange hair. Um, who? he plays the guitar. Uh, he's Irish, I think. Fucking oh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Uh, oh. the, perfect. Um, not not perfect. Wonderful. What, or something tonight. No. Wonderful tonight? Uh, no, no, no. No, that's not him. That's airplane. Perfect tonight. Yo, are you like playing that one? Yeah, that is like, if someone, if like, that's my go-to song. His original like, one was, I think, the wedding song to go to. Which one? Mm. Wonderful Tonight? Hmm? What are you talking is about? It it's, it's called something tonight. Oh, it? yeah. No, it's not, it's not no. perfect, but there's I one. found a girl. <laughs> sing it, sing it for us. <laughs> Just close it. Close it, close it, close it. Close, close, close it off with this. Close, close, close it off with this. Go. Close it off. And then we're going to take a shot. We'll pour the shot. We'll pour the shot. It's already there. pour the shot. Um, is it? Oh, I'm thinking of like Eric Clapton now for some reason. I don't know. That's what I. That's literally what it's I had. Not, in my it's head. not wonderful tonight. It's a. It's. Called, I think it's called Perfect. Perfect. No, no, it's another one. But it's, I, it's I, one I know. I know. Perfect. I know. Where you, I know exactly what song you're talking about. Gino just wanted to show off. No, that's literally no. Like, he just wanted to show no, off. No, but there's another. Well, send us off. Oh. What are we sending off? At? I don't know. Send us off. Yeah, if you're looking to buy or sell your next uh, home in Southern California, get out of your old hut. Call your boy Judd. Shout out to Kickspot. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you for having me. Yay. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I need one of these. Ooh. Oh, revolution. This is nice. Close off. And we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Kickspot.